Are we going already? Because I just got a notification we might want to talk about. Yeah, sure. I uh, just literally got a notification about Eloy Jimenez making the White Sox. Pour one out for the boy. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I miss him yeah. desperately. Yeah, yeah. But don't worry. We've got a number three starter for the next couple of years. Ugh. Yeah. But... <laughs> I like the trade at the time, but... You know? Yeah, Shit and happens. I feel like Quintana is a little unfairly maligned, but he's not Jimenez. That's that's gonna suck. Well, the, I mean, uh, it's... The, either signed a uh, signed an extension or signed an extension, right? Which is probably the reason why he made yeah, the team. Yeah, I think it's forty three million dollars. Yeah, so they had no reason to keep him down at this point. Then, right? Yeah, no. To play, and there, it's not like he's gonna hurt. He's gonna take playing time away from. Nikki Delmonico, or <laughs> if that's still someone who exists on that team. Is that a real name? It's a person. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's a baseball player, but I don't know if he's still on the on the White Sox or not. Uh, Jeff and I were just talking about how we have both been pretty checked out, so we are really counting on you to bring the facts <laughs> tonight. I'm, I'm only probably slightly more checked in. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, no, fuck it. It's, we'll do it live. Are we? I mean, sure, hell yeah. No, uh, I, I mean, I think it is a real, and maybe I, I'm already going off book for the agenda here, but it, it does seem worth talking about. It, do you guys feel, I, I, there's been this weird phenomenon since they won the series where it's just like, I have such a hard time caring anywhere as much as I did <laughs> before that. Yeah, same. Apparently, apparently the team feels the same way. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. especially, I, and I think that the the trades in the immediate aftermath of that, you know, um, even I mean, even before like losing Glaber Torres was kind of like, oh man, this is like, as someone who has always been kind of a whose relationship with the team has always been kind of being a prospect hound and like enjoying mm-hmm. the younger players, seeing a guy like that disappear, and then they trade Eloy for Quintana, and it's just like I feel like the things that made this an exciting, fun team are kind of, have have kind of gone away the last couple of years in exchange for, like, trying to be more of a, I don't know, I guess, I guess in the sense, a a playoff powerhouse and, like, more along the lines of the Red Sox and the Yankees and stuff. But I just don't even know, like, I I, I don't know. I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, you know, it's always fun when there's, like, cool young I don't, I don't want to be like the prospect obsessed guy but at the same time like it seems like a more interesting way to build a team yeah. i don't know well that's the thing you mentioned the red sox the red sox have generally always had a decent farm system where yeah. like in theo said that there were waves and waves of talent you know that's what he, when he came in that's what he wanted to do and there are they're just playing for other teams yeah exactly i was gonna say do we even feel like we have a wave of talent in the farm system no. right now yeah no, exactly like the farm excellent. seems barren yeah there's like the draft pick from last year and uh that's about it and like, I'll, when's I'll the last time if he's developed... not injured again sure I was, I was about to say when's the last time we developed a pitcher that was anything more than you know a random bullpen guy at best like 
Even Ellsley I mean, last year wrapped uh, out. Right, yeah. I mean, you're you're going all the way back to our boy who got extended today. Yeah, absolutely you are. Absolutely yeah. you are. I guess we did acquire him as a prospect, but but yeah. Still. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, the, the fruits of Ryan Dempster's labor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was out in uh, Knoxville a few weeks ago talking to a friend of mine there, and he's like, yeah, come back. You can go to some Smokies games. And I'm like, <laughs> that's, a, that's a really a draw. <laughs> Yeah. And see who exactly. Who are they playing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is I keep uh, that is one thing being out here. Uh a a friend of mine is a big uh is a big fan of the Staten Island uh Staten Island Yankees, which mm. are calling themselves now something else now. But um the I keep meaning to go out there. I guess the, um, when they changed the team name from the Staten Island Yankees they were going to call it. Uh, they had a vote about like what they should name the team going forward, and I guess the winning name was the Pizza Rats. But then they were like, "Well, we're not calling the team the Pizza Rats," uh, and they didn't. But I guess like now every Friday they have Pizza Rat uniforms and hats, and they like <laughs> pay lip service to the idea. Sure, of course. So I keep wanting to go out and see that sometime. But anyway, that's that's, it. that's the trend now for minor leagues. Is like how badly can we defile any heritage we. We used to have. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I think I do think it is. It's worthwhile to get away from like, oh, this is just like, sure. you know, this version of the Yankees or Cubs or whatever. But like, I don't know. I, the whole point, like, my association with minor league baseball is just being as weird as possible. So, like, yeah, why wouldn't yeah, that's how you get the people in the door? And there's, yeah, nothing, exactly. and there's nothing wrong with that. You've, you've got to be a business, and if the way to get people. To come to your park is to be a pizza rat. Then, what, what who did, am I? What did they actually name the team the the tanning beds? Um, hang on, I can look it up. Uh, they are. Oh no, they're still just the Staten Island Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them. Uh, so apparently, uh, the team name is still in limbo. Um, yeah. It's a shame. I would love to buy. I've, I've been collecting minor league baseball hats for a while, and I would love to uh, add a pizza, pizza rat, rat hat to my collection. Well, I'm sure they'll still sure. sell them in the store, even if they don't want to put it on the website or something or in the name. You know what? <laughs> they better. I mean, are we in late capitalism or aren't we? Come on. <laughs> anyway, okay, we can go back to the actual like agenda we have. Yeah, say like <laughs> speaking of, are we in late capitalism? <laughs> it's a nice transition. Yes, hell yeah! So I'm trying I guess, to I guess, find I guess what the, our actual to, agenda is to 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 educate uh, uh, David on the off season. Uh, you know, one of the big stories was uh, you know the complete lack of money the team has. Yeah, was willing to spend suddenly. The oh, those payrolls oh, the, are tight. The Joe Ricketts well is run dry. Apparently so. Oh. It, it took him completely by surprise that they actually had free agents every year. He thought they were only for the last two years, and that this year would be like uh, a mulligan. But no, actually, it turns out that there were two really good players, and uh, we didn't even get the courtesy of being like the mystery team, where oh, we could no. lie and say, "Well, you know, the yeah, Cubs the, the, really the, the best we could get was was a couple of uh, the Cubs have checked in on on Bryce Harper. Wanted but, to make sure he still played baseball. 
Yeah. So I had friends asking me, it was like, are the Cubs going to sign Bryce Harper? I was like, first of all, why are you asking me? Second of all, uh, there is, like, I hope not. Like, there's well, no way There's no way that contract isn't an albatross within the next five years, right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. But it's but, not uh, even fun. I don't know. It's, 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 it's one of those things. Like, like, we're always complaining about how the team doesn't isn't spending any money. And simultaneously complaining that any contract they sign is going to be a bad contract. It's kind of a weird place to be sure. in. And it actually isn't like our payroll is not increasing because everyone is getting more expensive. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, they did so They did bring back Cole Hamels, so that was basically their signing this offseason anyway. Sure. And he's going to be cooked in, like, midseason, probably. I hope so. Or, see, I, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, he really needs to make, he really needs to open up the rotation spot for Tyler Chatwood. Yeah, he's gonna be on the he, he made the team, guys. I don't know if you heard it. Oh, I didn't he, see that. He made the team. I don't know what he's gonna do for the team. Like, if he's like gonna carry stuff or get murdered by Ian Happ. <laughs> Yeah. He's going to be a human version of the bullpen car. Yeah, well, maybe. Someone's going to drive that car, I mean. <laughs> yeah. He probably would actually they'd get on his back. They, he'd try to take him to the pitching mound, but he'd end up at third base. So what, all right, so given this, what do we like about the current situation of the team? Anything? Is there, like, say we're feeding the hope monster. What do we got? So so feeding the hope monster is, like, last year was, it seemed like everyone got injured. Everyone seemed to be lost all their, I was going to say. Lost all their urgency for the year before, and they still won, like, 95 games or however much it was. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the the infield is still stellar. Absolutely. Yeah, and Brian's going to bounce back. Or at least the, the odds are high. <laughs> it I feels like it, I'm, I'm feel getting like close to given. I'm getting spring training alerts pretty much every 20 minutes about Javi Baez hitting homers, so that's cool. And he's already breaking out the tag, like the tag evasion. Yeah. There was actually some debate as to whether or not he got a late jump on purpose just so he could practice the tag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love our boy. Yeah, I know, he's he's awesome. He's, he's Never talk to me or my son again. <laughs> there, I mean, we won 95 games last year, and it was a complete disappointment to basically everyone. Yes. Which, makes well, really, it's a, it's, it was just more with how the season ended. Just yeah. not, not not just the last two games, but like that last month was just such a slog. Yeah, you yeah. could tell that the team had pretty much. Well, they played like what 34 games in 35 days yeah, and like their one off day the one off day was the day all the addison russell news broke too so they kind of yeah. didn't get a day off that day either yeah uh, boy sure glad we didn't trade that guy yeah i remember a podcast like two years ago or three years ago where i was very very high on that guy and now yeah oh yeah i believe uh... I, I remember that, I believe, that same episode where I was like, no, we've got bias, we're fine. Yep, yep. Um, the, uh, no, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think, personally, as someone who has, like, paid only cursory attention, like, it is, it seems to me that the situation is very much the same as it was last year, where 
the offense, I feel like, is going to be fine, barring injuries, which you can't really control. Uh, but I just, like, there is nothing remotely confidence-inspiring about this pitching staff right now. Well, I, really like, yeah. I really like Darvish. I mean, he, he, if he could stay If he can stay on the field, like, but that's, like, where that's just, I mean, that's sending us immediately back to 2004-era Cub teams, yeah, yeah. like... I, I think there's some options, and I don't think we're like a top flight rotation by any means, but there are at least five people out there that you wouldn't be embarrassed. Like, there, there know, are five credible pitchers, away. right? There's yeah. no Tyler Chatwood in the rotation. Yeah. Even if eventually, if, you know, if Darvish has an owie, Tyler Chatwood might actually be in the rotation. Although I still don't even think it would come to that. I think at this point it's Mike Montgomery's. Yeah. Like, the, the next man up. Yeah, it's it's the and then it's the bullpen that I'm more worried about than the absolutely. Sure, I, that's the thing that I'm the most like mad about. Is it's a clear need, an absolute like no one is looking at this bullpen and being saying oh, that's a playoff bullpen. And you don't. And it's not like you have a, people out there they could have grabbed. And, and there's still someone who who is still out there that <laughs> they could grab. Yeah. Well, and we found the like the only relief pitcher who was still injured and then signed him. Oh, uh, <laughs> who was that? Uh, Tim Collins? No, that Brad Brock. Oh no, he's not injured. He's not injured. He just had mono this off season. So, <laughs> good thing the Cubs don't have a history with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, hell so, yeah! Is Hayden Simpson going to be like on this team maybe, at some point? Maybe, this year? maybe he's secretly Hayden Sim- uh, Hayden Simpson. I would yeah. love it, honestly. He just changed his name. I'm glad. I, you know, I love the Star Wars prequels, and frankly, I think we should uh, bring that energy to the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear about that Haggerty? I think his name was Tim Haggerty. Luke Haggerty? Or Luke Haggerty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a hell of a I'm story. assuming you're talking about a Friday Night Lights character. Uh, it's a, basically the same thing. Sure. No, no, no. no. This, this is more like a, a Disney's The Rookie 20 years later. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah, he's a former Cubs first-round pick who had the yips, was out of baseball for, like, ten years, started working at, like, a driveline, like one of those, you know, pitcher, yeah, kind of like analytics, but, you know, new age tech, and uh, sure. he like went a, to, like... Like Golfsmith, but for baseball. Yeah. Sure. Something like that. <laughs> and so there was, like a like, a scout day where a bunch of his projects were there and he also threw and they're like all of your product like all your prospects suck but you're okay do you <laughs> want to try again and so he came, he came back he was signed to the cubs and then immediately got injured again and so he's, he's he hasn't thrown a pitch yet but he's like 38 or something now right yeah he's 38 but he's he's a lefty who throws 97 so god who you, was you could always get a job it, if you could do that was yeah. it was it chad fox that was uh, the sort of a similar story where he was just like eight billion years old and he came back and he threw his arm out. Like I think that's right. I think that's exactly right. Yeah, he was Lou Pinellas. I mean, he he was the Sean Camp, but uh, yeah, he yeah. threw in two thousand and five, took two thousand and six, two thousand and seven, and two thousand and eight out off, and then came back in two thousand nine and got blown up, and then that was it for him. Yeah, right. His elbow got reconstructed like three times, I think. Yeah. Well, if you Google what? him and you look at his his picture, he looks like he is seventy five years old. <laughs> I mean, he looked that way when he was playing. Yeah. So, 
Uh, but no, I mean, it, it does... I think it is a scientifically proven fact at this point that the more you reconstruct an elbow, the stronger it gets. Yeah. Yeah. We have the technology. So uh, that, that's what's disappointing. But it, there are a lot of people who are really, really down on the Cubs this year. And I can understand that. But I still think we're pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it would like, surprise me if we won 95 games this year. I'm not predicting we're going to win 95 games this year, but... It's not out of the question, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the like, I understand the Brewers are good, but, like, the rest of the division doesn't seem to be, like, super awe-inspiring. I don't know. I'm still not convinced the Brewers are good, even despite, yeah, I, <laughs> even despite what happened last year. I kept expecting them to just implode. I did, too. I think there's going to be some regression this year. But they, I don't know, they've got, they they have such a good farm that's, like, finally coming sure. to the surface. Sure. I feel like the door is closing pretty quickly. Um, yeah, us being the, like, uh, the, the Cardinals getting gold shit and then signing him to that inevitable extent, extension, too, certainly doesn't help either. Well, yeah. and that, like, the the thing that is, is interesting to me is, like, so if you have this window shut... And all of a sudden, we're just the, like, all of a sudden the team's in a spot where it's the 2011 Cubs all over again. You know, like, what is Theo's relationship to this team at that point, you know? like well, the relationship you... is probably, like, the general manager of a different team. Yeah, well, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> like, it's, uh, yeah, like, that, that seems to be, like, and I guess that's the thing that worries me, is that, like, what we're doing, that, like, the approach of the team since they won the championship, does not seem like what I would consider to be a Theo Epstein-run organization. I agree. Seems to be, like, it seems very out of character. Well, it's, it's weird, too, because, I mean, like, in, in some sense, the plan was, you know, get all these young dudes and then win with them. But, you know, the second part would be to actually try to maximize that window by assigning people, and, you know, they're, and, they're, they're not going that extra, hitting that extra Oh, level. you didn't... You didn't see Chris Bryant's extension? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Funny how that happened. I, I don't think that one's going to happen, even with this rash of extensions. I think no. the, the, the beef is high over the whole uh, extra year shenanigans. You th- I mean, you think that's what it comes down to? Like, I kind of feel like he'd be doing this at, even if they had... Like, I, I feel like we were headed this way regardless. Uh, it's it's possible, especially you get to think that anyone who signs with Boris is gonna want to test the waters. Yeah, exactly. Well, he, he's his free agency still far enough out um, that it should be after the next CBA, right? Um, so maybe, not sure. So maybe they're betting it on being better then, because my guess would be that most of these guys who've signed extensions are people whose deals expire before the CBA. Yeah. Like, when, like, uh, like Goldschmidt was only a year. He only had a year left on his deal. I think it's 2021, I think. Pretty sure. Yeah, and that that's going to be a, a knockdown drag out between the... I, I wouldn't be shocked if there was a lockout or... Shock. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't be at all. In fact, I think I would probably bet on it. 
Yeah, I'd probably say the odds are more likely than not that at least some of the season is not played in 2021. You think? I mean, we've said that for every new CBA that's come to You really think it's going to hit? I think uh, I think it less than I did like two weeks ago um, with all these new in in you know in CBA changes they just made like about like this like pitching changes and all these other weird things, sure. which I guess is something we we could talk about too in a sec. But it seems yeah. like some of that, like the players agreed to, but I, some some of what I read too said that they agreed to it because, you know, the league could impose some of these things unilaterally anyway. So mm-hmm. at least they they just feel like they are at the bargaining table. Yeah, they feel like they're at the table. But so it sounds like things have cooled I down mean, a little bit. But it is a level of optimism I can't understand that you guys expect baseball to exist in twenty twenty one. But. Um, <laughs> Y'all yeah. enjoy <laughs> enjoyed your dreamer. That's a, that's the whole election away. There's a, <laughs> there's a lot that can happen. It's but like I yeah I mean like I understand we're a baseball podcast, but like I can't imagine what the world will look like in general in 2021. It seems baffling. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh, weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one last thing about the the CBA, like, you can look at uh, the negotiations that they've done right now, like, in two ways. Like, in the one, yes, it's good that they're talking and that there's, like, a dialogue happening right now, because they realize that it's going to be hard to reconcile their positions. But, you know, if you want to look at the, the negative way, the fact that they are already starting to do that stuff means that they know that it's going to be tough. Like, Right. Well, and I think... If if there's one sport that understands, you know, the how important it is to avoid work stoppages, you would think it would be baseball. So yeah, like, the, the you know, the lost season killed baseball for for, for like a, long a decade, time. pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you're. I think you're still feeling the repercussions of it, honestly, with the way people like talk about, like, just the way people talk about baseball as a game, um, especially think, because it's like an older fan base and. Mm-hmm. Older people are generally, I don't know, less you, forgiving of that sort of thing. Like, most people between the ages of, like, 38 and 55, like, have no uh, <laughs> like no emotional attachment to baseball, yeah. like, at all. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's all guesswork anyway. A yeah. lot, as you said, a lot can happen between that now and then. Yeah. Um, I look forward to... Uh, MLB becoming Major League Cricket, so. Yeah. I think it would go the other way. Like, <laughs> be a more violent sport. So what do you, Not what do you, that I know the, the first thing about cricket, by the way. <laughs> what do you think of these new rule changes? I actually kind of like them. Yeah. I'm all, I mean, I'm all for it. it. It's nothing huge, so I haven't really cared that much. It's crazy what they're doing with the that one independent league, though. Have you heard about right. that? Can we can we do a rundown of uh, mostly for my own ignorance? Uh, can we do a rundown of what these rule changes are? Yeah, I I them up. The, the, the main yeah, one I remember. I the main one that I remember is that I think next year, yeah, next year's twenty twenty. They're going to have a new rule that, like, if you bring a pitcher in, they have it ha- he has to pitch the three batters. Ooh, okay. Which I like a lot. But it'll be death. Yeah. It'll be death to lefty specialists, but. Fuck those guys. <laughs> May, yeah, so like, well, is it 
So what <laughs> happens then if you bring someone in with two outs and they close the inning? Yeah, or, 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 the, or the end of the inning, yeah, sorry. Oh, gotcha, that. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I was yeah. like, damn, okay. And then uh, and next year, they're adding a 26th man. Oh, but, that's actually great. Yeah. yeah, but you can't have more than 12 pitchers or something like that, I think. Maybe it's 13. They were deciding sure. on that. Yeah, I'm not sure. And now in September, instead of there being a 40-man roster, like where you just call everyone up, it just goes yeah. to 28. Oh, yeah. Those are, that's really smart. Yeah. So that's cool. And then it's like the pitch clock is going to be... Uh, it, actually, the pitch clock's not changed, but mound visits are changed from 6 to 5, and they take 15 seconds off of all of the mid-inning ad breaks. Because they're going to try to save two minutes that way. Apparently, that was that was that was their concession to like. I thought, could I thought it was a full. Like, I yeah. thought it was a full thirty seconds off of the commercial breaks or inning breaks. But you're probably looking at it right now in front of you, and I'm not. So. <laughs> yes, I'm um, looking at it right now. So. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm reading a review of it right now. Reducing mound visits from six to five—that is. Uh... I mean that's that's fine. They, they hardly they hardly ever hit that limit anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. realize. I, mean, yeah, I didn't realize. I knew about the um, if you go back out, you have to take the pitcher out, but I didn't know there was a hard limit. I feel like if if you said that they had nine mound visits, they would use eight every game, <laughs> and if you said that they had three, they would use two. So basically, it's you know they'll just visit the mound as much as they can minus. One, whatever the max is. Yeah, I, at I, least that's what I meant. I, I never noticed it on TV, but when when you go to games now, now uh, teams usually have the mound visit stuff up on like one of the ribbon boards or something. And at the games I've been to, I'd never seen more than like four. Yeah, mound visits in a game anyway. Oh, oh man! I there are some reading this article on uh, uh, minpost dot com. Uh, the but. Uh, it just it has some tweets from uh, you know former players that are uh, still uh, that are issuing their thoughts on the rule changes. Uh, did, uh, did but, Jesse Orozco weigh in? Uh, no, I'm li- well. I'm looking specifically at Dallas Braden and Latroy Hawkins. Uh, oh, I really want to know what they have to say. That's so yeah, right, exactly. Dallas Braden is like, dear baseball, clean it up. A three batter minimum? Y'all really trying to change the game to capture the attention of a demographic that was just eating Tide Pods for fun? Is this because there's no initiate game experience strategy button on the calculator? Tighten it up. So uh, that's fun. Yeah, something and then, changed. Uh, yeah, and well, and then Latroy Hawkins is the exact same thing. He's like, funny how things are changing to speed up the game and garner attention from a generation that doesn't have attention span to watch a full game if it were an hour 30 every night. So, uh, old people gonna old, it turns out. Yeah. that's th- th- That sounds like callers to Mike Francesa's radio show. That's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. But. I mean, all this stuff... Basically, is meaningless anyway. I don't think anyone is going to follow baseball now that there's a 26 man roster as opposed to a 25 man roster. Yeah, that's not going to I mean, that was just care. that was just them giving something to the players and, and yeah, to this. it's more jobs for for baseball players. Like so the problem I get for it. 
Like, the problem for most people, I don't think, isn't the length of the game. The problem for most people is that they think they, the act of baseball is not exciting. Yeah. <laughs> sure. No, I'm always having to constantly justify my baseball fandom to people. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like when you compare it to, like, the immediacy and the urgency of, you know, basketball and the NFL, where, like, well, I mean, maybe not so much the NFL because there is a lot of standing yeah. around in that damn game, but. Yeah. Um, There's always something going on on screen, like the the TV broadcast. It's made for TV. I mean, the, well, t- the TV broadcast know how to how to keep the interest going when they're not running into right, each exactly. other. And I think it's a I think it's a game that is built for like demanding your attention when there is something to watch on the screen. You know, rather than like it, it feels like a thing you can check in and out of, whereas like. Baseball feels like a thing you have to pay attention to constantly because other you who knows when the pitch that changes the entire game happens. I guess that's true. It varies though. Like like I've had MLB.tv for you know over a decade now, but like the last two years, especially since I'm such a weird time zone, like I listen to almost all my games on the radio now, and I kind of prefer it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially day games while I'm at work. Oh, it's great. This is nice to have, kind of like in the background, and you can get a feel for when you need to pay attention. But yeah, that's not yeah. exactly the best argument. <laughs> you could someone like, <laughs> oh yeah, baseball's real great for having out in the background when I'm doing other shit. <laughs> well, it's like, I always tell people, it's like, it's my favorite thing, because I can uh, put it on, uh, watch f- until the third inning, take a nap for an hour, wake up at the seventh inning, and uh, still catch most of the important stuff in the game. <laughs> Well, and the, well, that's the thing. Like with the NFL, if you're a big football fan, you've only got 16 shots to watch your team, and so they all feel very important in like appointment viewing. Where if you miss a game, it kind of sucks and you feel bad. But since you know there's no chance you're going to watch 162 games, it, you know, it's almost like, well, I can skip this game and not really give a shit. I can just catch the next one. Because there's going to be a next one, and there's going to be a hundred next ones after that. Yeah, or or if they lose, you could always just say, well, we'll get them tomorrow, unless you're on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you have to have a pitting contest about how mad you are. Yes. I can't argue, I can't argue with you today. Yes, yes. exactly. Got yeah. it. Oh, man. It's been two years since I've made fun of Ali Ellen. This is great. It's good to be back in the saddle, guys. You probably forgot he existed for a long time. Which I nice. really... I, yeah, it really... Uh, I, I deleted Twitter for a while. I had not thought about Ali Ellen in a very long time. So, uh, yeah. you know, it's it's like uh, it's like hanging out with an old friend, you know? <laughs> Except uh, the old an old friend I never want to talk to or think about ever again. Well, he makes it easy to avoid him. Considering he sits in the worst seat in the entire stadium <laughs> every game, shut me right up. <laughs> I don't know. You know, we, we should say worst seats since, since our blog is really named after the worst seats in the stadium. So maybe maybe sure. second worst seats. Yeah. Have you actually ever sat in an obstructive view seat at Wrigley Field? Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, not one like right behind a post, but uh-huh. you certainly get the. Uh, obstruction both ways between the the posts themselves but also the overhang sure when i was in college there was like a day trip that we could go to a cubs game i went to purdue so it's like a two-hour drive on a bus or whatever and the tickets were cheap and i didn't know any better 
And so when I got there, I realized that the reason my ticket was so cheap is because I was sitting behind the fucking pole. <laughs> See, this is it. This is why, oh man, Twins games ruled because you could show up day of, get home run porch tickets for like eighteen bucks, and get walk home with like a home run ball. Yeah, you can't. Although this is back when the Cubs were, you know, dog shit. This is no, before, yeah, yeah. you know. Damn, this is what twelve years ago. This is the year. Right before we made the playoffs. Oh, the Ronnie Cedeno era. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And the, like Mike Fontenot, I think, was on the team at the time. And nobody any good. I'm going to have to look up that team now. Hey, don't you dare disparage Carlos Zambrano's peak here. Sure, Carlos Zambrano was good. And we, we made the playoffs the next year. And I think that was when Giovanni Soto hit a home run in the playoffs against Arizona. And then they scored like two in the top of the or the bottom of the inning, and then I think it was the only time we led the entire playoffs. Yeah, and everybody blamed Zambrano. Of course, yeah, he was He's... the only one who showed up. Oh yeah, that that was uh, the game where like everyone in the infield had an error in that game. No, that was no year. That was uh, the year later in two thousand eight. This that, where... that was Dempster. Yeah. Um. The this was like. Uh, Zimbrano actually in 2007 the game he pitched Zimbrano actually pitched pretty well I think he gave up like two runs in the seventh and like just there was no offense whatsoever yeah this was a game in 2006 when we went 66 and 96 Oof, yeah. and our best offensive player besides Aramis Ramirez was Michael Barrett Derek Lee's broken arm Derek Lee was already on the downturn but yes yeah, yeah he only played 50 games that year Center fielder, Juan Pierre. Left fielder, Matt Merton. Ronnie Cedeno got 572 plate appearances that year and yeah. went 245, 271, 339. Uh, those, <laughs> were, those were the days. And let us not forget, uh, got tagged out on a walk. <laughs> sure did. You beat me to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carl Zamano was great that year. He's, he's yeah. probably still no, my was... favorite Cub ever. I mean, it's... what a guy, man! I mean, I mean, I mean. So, so, oh, so, so, the one that that got me to you know be a, the fan of the team I am now. But Zabrano is definitely my favorite. Oh, I think as far as I'm concerned, Baez is the goat. But I mean, yeah, ba- Baez is the goat, but Zabrano is still my favorite, right? I mean, no, I mean, I just like I don't know. I like I've had. As far as Cubs baseball viewing, Javier Baez has brought me more moments of joy than just about anyone, I think, in my time watching the franchise. I, I, sure. guess, I guess it's more of a, a Carlos Zebrado is is the, the hill I would die on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, as far, uh, with, with other Cubs fans over anyone else. There's plenty yeah, of people who don't, who, who don't like Javi, and I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm willing to concede that they have points, points maybe, on some of Javi's stuff, but... Uh, Zabrano, Zabrano is the player I'm most likely out of in Cubs history to get in a fight with someone over. <laughs> yes, exactly. Javi <laughs> Baez still never walked more than thirty times in a season. Man, when it when it goes south for him, it is going to get ugly really so bad. fast. But I still think like uh, he can do this for a while. Yeah, I mean he's he's uh, he's got Gary Sheffield's hands. He can, he'll be okay. He'll be fine. And then there's always like the you know the what if. What if he learns how to actually take a walk? 
I mean, it happens. You had, yeah. um, what's his, uh, Carlos, um, Julie Davis. The Brewers. What's that? Oh, wait, sorry. What are you talking about? I missed what you were the, saying. The, the outfielder from the Brewers. I can't Carlos Lee. No, not Carlos Lee. Newer. Um. Former twin. Carlos Gomez. Carlos Gomez. Oh, yeah. Two, where he, like, actually found some plate patience after displaying none of it for his entire career and the, became like an eight, MVP. War pl- eight war player for two years and then fell off the yeah. cliff again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, even if he takes, like, ten more walks a year and makes it so people have to start actually pitching to him more, he obliterate it. Like, he would obliterate the league. Yeah. The dude hit 34 home runs last year and walked 29 times. He's very good. There can't be many players <laughs> who have hit more home runs than walks and have hit at least 25 home runs in the year. That can't, that can't happen that often. That's It's got to be a weird statistical anomaly. But he can keep doing it. I mean, shit, the guy hit 6.3 war last year. Yeah. It was good. really, really good last year. He's real good. I like him a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I wish we had more hobby bear biases in the league. Really? I mean, honestly, like for a league that is... I mean, I don't mean to circle back to this point, but for like for as much trouble as the league seems to have, like having fun, engaging superstars, like you would think he would be like one of the faces of the league. He's yes, he's pretty affable too. Like yeah. if you interview, yeah, he's, he's a he's a fun guy. He's, he's a good interview, good personality. Uh, like I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it either. Anyway. Well, it's, uh, just, it's just such a regional sport. I mean, even among baseball fans, yeah. there's so few national fans. Yeah, it's true. Like, yeah. I, I used to be, but I just don't have time to follow the whole league anymore. I barely have time to follow the Cubs anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of what happens. We're getting old. Yeah. Life, man. No. Hey, you, yeah, you're telling me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, at least we okay. don't. At least we don't have kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the worst. I had my my niece and nephew visit last week for like four days, and I was like, "Oh man, how do people do this every day?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely a grind. Although it's like turning the corner now, because my youngest is two and a half, and they sleep through the night, so that's good. But. It's like, you wish you could just, it sounds horrible, but you wish you could take a vacation, like, from your kids and just have, like, a week where you can not have to worry about making sure people, you know, don't take a shit in their diaper. Sure. Um, have don't, you, don't kick other kids I mean, in the nuts at school. <laughs> you, yeah. are, you are familiar with fire departments, right? Like, you can just do that. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like a one-way policy. It's, oh, it's is hard. it? Oh, I didn't know that. No rent your kids out that the government looks down on that can't really do that <laughs> have you considered um enrolling your children in a uh, child soldier blood diamond program <laughs> <laughs> in a couple of years depending on the election that might be like <laughs> it could be, could be a positive outcome honestly yeah um 
Okay. Do we want to do we want to move on to uh, uh, PR disasters? Because <laughs> boy, I get the feeling there's some meat on that bone. There are. Let's say yeah, we touched on one or two of those, right? The main the main thing, of course, was the the money thing. But you know, we got this new TV deal, and of course, they poisoned it immediately by it being uh, with Sinclair. Yeah. Oh, did that? Oh, I didn't even hear about that. Oh my god! I think it's supposed to start like next year or something. I, I wasn't super tuned in at the time. Yeah, you guys aren't in this market anymore, so you it's probably the the number one off season thing that people are talking about because Sinclair is going to be distributing the Cubs' new network called Marquee, mm-hmm. and uh, they're looking for insane carriage fees, just like the Dodgers were, and. That, that, you you got to take that bubble's bursting pretty soon, right? Well, that's like, you gotta, like, you got to, sh- like, oh, God, that's so if, insane. If four years ago, they would have, like, hit the jackpot because, you know. Well, if they could have done it four years ago, I mean, they would have yeah. they would have loved to do it four years ago. But. Sure. Yeah. Because cable companies were stupider then and were paying more money for that sort of thing. But then, like, you know, it was a disaster in Houston. It's a disaster in Los Angeles. And so the Cubs are, like, kind of late to the market, and they're not going to make as much money as I think they were expecting they were. Well, maybe maybe, and, the, maybe the silver lining is that, the, the, the at least this way, uh, the, the what am I trying to say? I can't speak. The expectations are probably a little more realistic now that they're not going to be quite as screwed as the Dodgers would be. Yeah, if, probably. If the bottom falls out on that, right? Yeah. If you, you know, if you're an optimist, you say, well, they can see what happened with the Dodgers and the Astros and, like, take steps to avoid that. And, and maybe that'll end but up But also, happening. when has that ever happened with this organization, ever? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. That's very fair. Yeah. It's, it's just having that and this whole uh, Joe Ricketts email scandal happening at the same time, really. Uh, yeah. Man, that's so great. Like, that's... We're... Like uh, Todd Ricketts on on the, the what, Trumps Trumps or the Republicans reelection pack or whatever and the Cubs really are all America's the Cubs really are America's team in that they are the villain <laughs> yeah we went from the lovable losers to the lovable winners to most people have a pretty negative opinion of the team. Including many Cubs fans. Including Cubs fans. I, had to, I got I got in a weird argument on Facebook like a few months ago with someone who was like like someone shared something about the Cubs and like some White Sox fan was chiming in about like just being really happy that they didn't have an owner that was um, you know a, an owner that was like supporting Trump and blah blah blah. And this person was I, I, I don't know, but I just had to be like. Yeah, you, you, do you have any idea what Jerry Reinsdorf has done? And she was like, "Well, Jerry Reinsdorf has donated to Hillary Clinton's campaign." I was like, "Oh, great, perfect. That's exactly the sign of a good person." Uh, yeah, I just kept being like, "If you're a billionaire, you're probably a bad person and doing terrible things to actively harm the world." And she was like, "Don't tell me, cite certain examples of what Jerry Reinsdorf has done." And I was just like, "I'm not doing this with you." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's always the argument. Like. I was at a, a dinner with someone trying to explain... Actually, it was someone else from the blog when I was in Austin a few weeks ago. We were explaining to his wife like why we're annoyed with the team not spending money. And they're like, oh, don't, don't these players get paid too much? And I'm like, would you rather go to a billionaire? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a pretty easy argument. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah, I don't want... Uh, I, don't, I don't want the 
<laughs> the Dominican guy who grew up without a cent to his name and is sending everything he makes back to his family to keep them, you know, alive. I mean, if we're, talking, if we're talking free agents, <laughs> by the time they get to free agency, they're, they're, they're pretty set. Like, you know, just in that kind of spending sense. Yeah, fair enough. I guess I think about that more in terms of, like, you know, uh, signing contracts and, like, you know, pay, anyway. pay minor leaguers and all that stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or even, I mean, even when it just comes to, like, uh, good young player early extensions, you know, where it's just, like, uh, like arbitration and shit like that. It's yeah. just, like, give the... I don't know. I generally always side with the players because it, it, it's like, you know, Jeff said, it's not, is the money going to a player or is it going to the ACLU? It's, is the, is the money going to the player or is it going to the, whatever, Make America shitty super pack that Todd Ricketts is on? Can we dig into that a little bit? Because those emails were so weird. They really yeah. were. Yeah. They, I think they were almost like a, like a racist AI generated them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like it, it didn't seem like a human would, would talk like that, but I mean, I guess I'm not sure he is a human anyway. I mean, it's like he's Show just a. The, I guess is what I'm saying. He's a sentient Fox News ticker, is what. It, sure. Um, Wait, are we talking Joe Ricketts or Trump? I mean, I'm you know, <laughs> is there any is there any difference at this point? Like these are, these are all just cranky old people who have <laughs> who have dementia and are just like wishing their grandchildren would call them like yeah i bought you a baseball team and you never call me <laughs> what it is oh god i mean I, i'm looking at like uh the splinter news actual like list of these emails right now and like the literally the first thing is like what obama didn't get to air on fox please scroll down to look at these items obama calls himself <laughs> a muslim i've never seen this before thanks joe like oh my god it's bad, uh, but I I don't know. I do love you know, you know the country is in trouble when it's like when we're recruiting Todd Ricketts, <laughs> where someone can watch the the Todd Ricketts undercover boss and be like, "This is someone who needs an administrative position." Yeah, that's the best, the brightest that they've got. Apparently, um, hang on one sec. I'll be. I need to let my girlfriend in the door. <laughs> I'll be right back. No, she has to wait. <laughs> <laughs> so just another quick thing on Sinclair I think what other people are hesitant about too is that it's like a 24 hour Cubs station because they aren't taking any of the other Chicago sports with them yeah. it just makes you wonder you gotta how fill that airtime somehow. are they gonna like, the I'm human not... mind can only take so much Dave Kaplan I'm not as worried about that I mean like I wonder about uh, you know those other regional sports channels. Who actually watches those channels any time other than when? I mean, I mean they they could just show someone taking a dump for eighteen hours. That's true. And the That's other true. thing, and and, and like, uh, like I'd be interested if I was programming that. Just put that on and see if anyone actually noticed. Yeah. All right. 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 Uh, people. People will watch the the games. Maybe the post game show. And who this is going to be a very deep cut. This is going to be a very deep cut, but do you remember a show called Rocco's Modern Life? Yes. There was an episode where I don't remember which character was part of like a TV station, and you wanted to actively like 
drive viewers away and would have the most ridiculous shit. Like, there was a show where it was just a jar of mayonnaise, <laughs> but people were so stupid that they loved Wait, it. Wait, what? What did I just walk back in on? So, do you remember the show Rocco's Modern Life? I do remember Rocco's Modern Life. So, we're talking about the Sinclair Station and how they have to fill 24 hours a day with Cubs content, and the human mind can only take so much Dave Kaplan. Sure, yes, of course. And then, but Jeff brought up a point. He's like, no one watches regional sports networks except for the games anyway. And so right. you could literally just show a video of a man taking a shit <laughs> with the games on, and no one's going to know or care. The uh, the Cubs Radio Network presents Goatsy, the TV show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Season three. No, you couldn't do that, because just put, put a goat in the name with, with uh, Lurk Cubs fans. <laughs> <laughs> Is Ronnie Woo on this one? Uh, hell yeah. yeah. But so that, that's a good point. No, yeah, I don't really, really care. I mean, I mean, They're just going to show the game three times. Even, it... even if Sinclair, you know, airs propaganda for those eighteen hours, no one's going to watch it. I mean, you say that, but there are, you know, there are geriatrics all over the town. Like I, like people do. I know people that you don't know, know how to will change the sit, channel. Well, that will sit with WGN on TV, like in the off season, and just have it beyond because that's how they watch. I don't know Seinfeld reruns and The Big Bang Theory. Um, yes. So, like, <laughs> you could get people consuming Sinclair local news that way for sure. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I mean, what, what they're and making, what they're making money off of is the carriage feast, not the ads. So they're not really right. going to care what what's on in the rest of it, or at least yeah, not exactly. the ads in those non-game time slots. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um, All right. So, so yeah. So that's a mass. Last PR disaster, right? Addison Russell is still on the team. He sure is. Hey, anytime uh, you can get a domestic abuser still on your team, and especially when you can give away good prospects uh, in the process of keeping him around, I'm still just mad we don't have Eloy. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's not like they could get anything for him, I don't think, anyway. But they should have just cut him, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it would have been, like, the morally right thing to do, but when have we ever done the morally right thing to do with this team? Yeah. I agree. So, now that we haven't cut him now, or though, like, I feel like it's, like, what's the end game here? He's going to be suspended for 30 30 games or I think it's 40, actually. And then he's going to come back, and we're going to have this same situation... So it's good when you can have the same PR disaster twice. That's great. Yeah. And for it's no not, reason. It, he hasn't done anything like horrible since then. But I mean, that we know of, of course, it's possible. Yeah, exactly. That, but it's not like if you interview him, he is really even like saying the right things. Yeah, he's not a good interview on, a, and, on any on any topic, let alone this. He's he's never been the most charismatic guy. Sure. Which doesn't it's help. Like, it sucks because it's almost like it's not even fair to him, in a way, because you would think that he would want a fresh start just as much as anyone else. Yeah, I mean, but uh, I mean, where is where is he going to get a fresh start from that? You know, like that's the sure. thing that follows you. Japan. Well, he could go to Tampa Bay, and no one's going to even know that they have a baseball team. I mean, that's fair. Sure, he can hang out with Tommy Pham. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had a lot of choice things to say about Tampa Bay this offseason, from what I remember. And he's still on the race. Yeah. 
Because of course he's not someone who would normally shoot his mouth off about his own team, though. So I guess yeah. I guess that was kind of surprising. <laughs> I mean, it's also like you know, even if he goes somewhere else, you know, uh, last season he was. Uh, worth a one and a half wins. Like, is someone really going <laughs> to go he's, out? He's a that former first round pick who's young. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, fair, but he's also like done nothing as a like at at the actual highest level. Well, that's not that's not true. He was good when he like he was a fine his first couple of years, but he's done nothing but get worse every year. Yeah, exactly. He hasn't shown the ability to. Adjust to the league in any meaningful way. I think his, I feel de- like his defense has gotten Miles, better. Miles, stop, gotten better stop, challenge, stop challenging my justifiable hatred of Addison Russell. <laughs> well, well re- re- really, the, the, the easiest argument here is to say that this just gives us extra incentive to root for Javi to have another good year. Absolutely. And just stay yep. at shortstop. The absolute oh, boy. It would be insane if he moved back to second base when Addison Russell, Addison Russell can play second base now. Javi Baez yeah. is the shortstop. And he be, and is, be part of that weird second base rotation with Zobrist and Hap when he gets back, and don't forget our huge free agent signing, Daniel Descalzo. Oh that's that's really what this team is at this point. It's a bad fantasy baseball team. Too many second basemen. Yeah, well, that was Jim Hendry's dream. Yeah, exactly. Build a team of entirely of second basemen. <laughs> second, like utility men that are really just second basemen that aren't very good at it. <laughs> Yeah, we're putting out feelers to sign Darwin Barney. Oh man, is he still in the league? There's no way he's still in the no, league, right? I can't. I don't think so. I think he he he, he well, lasted for a little while as a utility guy on the uh, Blue Jays. What I remember, yeah, yeah, but he didn't play at all last year. I think he's yeah out of the league probably, in 2017. I mean, Brian Roberts probably. is probably still available. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we finally can finally acquire Brian Roberts. <laughs> he's probably like a pregame guy in Fox Sports Maryland or something. Is Matt like? <laughs> look, we still sign Matt Cain. We trade him for Brian Roberts, <laughs> and then we flip him for Ricky Nolasco. <laughs> we finally got there. Uh, the dream finally, the prophecy fulfilled. Yeah. So, if we're talking about people that we want to extend, like you know, we extended Kyle Hendricks. Is there any chance we can extend Javi Baez? You think, or is it the fact that he was such a high draft pick and he made so much money? I think we probably could, but but I don't know if I mean this 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 kind of comes back to the earlier question: is can we make it worth it? Because I think you know the uh, the projection volatility is probably still so wide for him. Yeah, for over, sure. over his skill set that the team probably does wouldn't want to would would be re- reasonable to not make a big bet on him, and he would probably value himself a lot higher. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, I could see him like they they had so much faith in him uh at so many points where it looked like he was about to stumble and actually like really just fall on his ass uh that I could see. I mean, I would not be shocked if he if there was like in the same way that like Zambrano had like a weird allegiance to the team and like mm-hmm. took less money than he could have gotten elsewhere. Um you know, I I I, I could see that being in play but also like if i'm his agent and you get any kind of reasonable deal on the table it's like no you're of course taking this because with the way you play baseball you could be out of the league in six months like (laughs) yeah that's a good point his agent his agent oh my god that's not a word um his agent is wasserman 
I don't know. I oh, know that's, that's, big, that's one of the big agencies. Yeah, that's a big agency. I don't know if they do extensions at all or like it's, at least it's not Boris. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, exactly. I think they would. I mean, it's well, and that's that's the way it is. It seems like Scott Boris is like a hard no on it, and everybody else there's room to work with. Yeah. Yeah, though even Boris, I mean, some I think one one of the high profile players dropped him this year because he was pissed off about Martin Maldonado. Was had it a Maldonado? Million, yeah, he had a three year, twenty million dollar contract on the on the table, and Boris advised him not to take it. He ended up getting like a two year, two million dollar contract. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, well, I guess I shouldn't Martin. say big name in uh, Martin Maldonado, but <laughs> I mean, uh, he would make the Cubs. That's true. I feel I feel like he wasn't the only one I heard this about though. Yeah, no, it's true. There's a I think there's a growing resentment for from players that Scott Boris maybe doesn't have their best interest in mind, which is probably the understatement of the century. <laughs> I mean at the same time, like he has done more to get players a share of owners' revenue than Absolutely. any other agent. Like yeah, it is, he is a he's the Michael Avenetti of baseball. Like it's well, we the argument the is He's not really pushing the market anymore, I don't think. It's like he he can get his 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 guys the most, or at least the argument would be that right. He could get his guys the most money, but he's kind of screwing over everyone else in the process. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I, it just it just feels like the way Scott Boris does business has been really hamstrung by the changes to the CBAs over the years and the way that like uh, and the way that the league has tried to. You know, I mean, very actively suppress salaries. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to to know what impact any one agent has on any of that. Oh no, like I don't say I don't think he has impacted that. I just think that the the way that the league has changed has really made it hard for him to sort of do business the way he sure. sort of made his name doing it. Sure, and. It's going to change. I think it's all going to be radically different in this next CBA. Yeah. And hopefully the next CBA results in minor league players not having to drive Ubers in the offseason. Oh, they're not covered in the CBA, so... Yeah. Is that a a thing that that, there's stories floating around about? Yeah, so... I'm sure it's true. They they get paid less than minimum wage, as as enshrined by uh, Congress now. So... Toronto raised the their pay for minor league players. Do you guys know that? Yeah, I said no, see that the that. other day. And uh, the day that they announced it, someone on my Twitter timeline said, "Meanwhile," and they retweeted like a Minnesota Twins, the official Minnesota Twins account, talking about how one of their minor league drivers is driving for Postmates this year, and they did Uber last year, but decided they wanted to try this instead. And it Wait, was like, like celebrating it. Yeah, yeah, like celebrating uh. the fact that. Being a minor leaguer is an adventure. Your pizza could be delivered by one of our players. Like, just like how fucking tone deaf can you be? Truly the darkest of all possible worlds. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, whatever. There are plenty of people who are struggling and have side gigs, but you expect Well, yeah, I mean, I think, like, that's the thing. Like, at a certain point, like, I've become more and more convinced of this. At a certain point, literally everyone in any profession is either going to drive Postmates and Uber or uh, be a Twitch streamer, so. Yeah. Yeah. Why not both at the same time? Honestly, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I I know know people that do. 
Yeah, you're driving yeah, along. Your, you, your you, channel is you, Uber Eats. You, you're taking you're taking five guys uh, out on a Postmates delivery while you're playing Fortnite on your phone. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like you're picking up people. They get in the back seat, and there's just League of Legends is right there, and <laughs> they have to finish the game before you drop them off. Uh, well, at least at least at least this is giving people incentives to uh, pump out kids now too, so they can uh, do YouTube unboxing videos for that extra <laughs> revenue stream. Uh, everybody's got to contribute. <laughs> um, <laughs> you want a streaming rig? <laughs> you look excited. <laughs> Pose for this thumbnail. Okay, so so yeah, PR disasters that sucks. Yeah, um, yep. all right. So so we've hit an hour, and we've kind of hit a bunch of these yeah. a bunch of these things. So maybe we should yeah, jump exactly. ahead to the the individual player and win production stuff. Yeah. Sure. So as far as progression, I think it's like a slam dunk that Bryant will be better this year yep. than he was last that seems, year. That seems. I feel like it's like a, just a, such a clear a case of he was injured. He's not injured now. Yeah. He's, He's going to take a step forward. And, and my man's my man's playing for a future contract. Yeah, yeah, and certainly you, Darvish, it could hardly get sure. worse than it did last year too. Yeah, I think he'll definitely. I mean, I he mean, won't be worse. We have said that about people before. Yeah, I guess I should I shouldn't say that out loud, but well, he's looked good in spring as far as like he hasn't. He's actually he's actually throwing spring. all of his pitches too, which was which was a weird thing last year, from what I remember. Yeah, I just, I just don't have any faith that that guy that guy can stay on the field. Yeah, but it's, it's one of the Twitterest things. So like, we're like, I mean, even when the Cubs signed him, I figured like, you know, just looking back at his career, like, like one in one in three or four years is going to be lost, but the rest should be fine. And you just yeah, t- take it as it is. It just happened to be the first year this year. Sure. Would it surprise me if he only pitched ten innings this year or twenty innings this year? No, but. I'm as confident as I can be that someone with his injury risk is healthy right now, which is all I can hope for. Sure. No, yeah, that's fair. And then I would say that maybe this is just wish casting, but I'm hoping that Wilson Contreras is better. Like first half of 2018 Contreras and not second half, never hitting a ball out of the infield Contreras. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know. It it had to be something more than just the, the, Lack of off days that was getting him. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I, I, he just it just screams that he was injured and playing through it. Yeah, but uh, he hasn't come out and said that. I don't think. At least I haven't heard that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Victor Caratini was going to be stealing at bats from him. No, no. Yeah, I mean, and uh, like you look at it, all of his peripherals look fine. Like there's not. Yeah. Well, at, at, at the All Star break, I was like, "Is he the best catcher in baseball?" And then, yeah, clearly, he certainly looked within reason back then. Yeah, and then he just he just absolutely collapsed. So, I mean, maybe he'll just play less days. Maybe he was injured at some point last year. And I'd like to think that out of all of the other people that sucked last year, he's got a good chance of coming back. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, no, I don't worry about the infield at all. I think the like the outfield and like you guys said, the bullpen is uh, are, are real big question marks. Yep. Yeah. 
Regression-wise, I, I think the, the most obvious guy, or at least continued regression, is <laughs> John Lester, unfortunately. Uh, he's, he, I feel like he's cooked. Yeah, he had an awful spring. I, but again, he's had awful springs in the past, too, so... Sure. But he had weird... Didn't he have, like, a huge ERA fit split last year? Um, I feel like it was pretty sizable. I feel like uh, it was... Like, oh, it's yeah. Right on the team. It was a full-run ERA fit split. <laughs> yeah, all his peripherals were... Yep. ...not looking great last year. That's, uh... He never that's... struck out fewer pitcher or fewer people oh he, well i guess he did in 20, uh, 2012 when he was horrible so that's good that's great is that the chicken and beer year it is yes that was the john lackey special I'm trying to remember i was i was yeah it must have been the year after so I, I was in the northeast in 2011 and was greatly enjoying the talk radio sports talk radio up there but i think that that was patriots related not dread Sox related but i was there yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, if he was just bad now. And yeah, well, he's, year, he's, he's earned his contract, so I'm not going to cast the no, versions yeah, on no. it. Yeah, for sure. He could never throw another pitch for the Cubs, and it would have been worth it. But Yeah, and I mean, that's that's kind of, like, to circle back to how he started, I think that uh, all of this is in a very different context because they fucking won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, people forget that we won the World Series in 2016. That's pretty cool. It feels like a decade ago. People people forget <laughs> that the Cubs winning the World Series was the last good thing to happen uh, in the world. Really, uh, it was. You know, like 11 days later, Donald Trump was elected. It was something. Yeah, something and, then, like, and then it feels like 10 years have passed, and not two since yep. then. No. Um, it feels like there were only like 23 states when we won the World Series. How <laughs> far back? I don't know. I guess I guess I should say like you know he could regress, but I mean he he could still be okay. I mean I, he shouldn't be starting opening day though. I guess he's earned it from, it, from it a uh, team leadership team leadership perspective. Like he'd probably be starting game one in the playoff series too. That matters more to me. Yeah, I don't want that to happen. But he's still okay. I mean it's not like he's Tyler Chatwood out there. No. You really, you really got a hate boner for Tyler Chatwood. <laughs> he he was so he bad. bad. He was so bad. He it was led, hilarious. He led the league in walks last year with only pitching 130 or 103 innings. Hey, but he's like, trying his best, you know. That's true, and he got his money, so good for him. I'm sure he. Well, I guess I can't say that I'm sure he's a nice guy. He might be an asshole, but. I think it's generally safe to assume all professional baseball players are dickheads. Yeah, yes, sure. that is true. Well, I had to stop myself. <laughs> <clears throat> and Cole Hamels is clearly not going to have a 2.36 ERA. For the yeah, I don't think it's going to be that good, but I think he'll be, certainly be better than he was in Texas last year. <clears throat> he will just eat innings. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to take the ball every fifth day and all those other you know platitudes that you give to a Bad fourth starter. I mean, it's, also, I mean, it's, it's you can. It's like Lester. I mean, if he's okay, that that's fine. I mean, just as long as he's just okay. I mean, they're paying him twenty can, million dollars to be okay, so that's not so great. But that's more the Chatwood signings' fault than anything else. Yeah, I I will say uh, you can criticize uh, Tyler Chatwood, uh, but he did have 
a uh, almost half run split between his ERA and FIP, so he could actually yeah. get worse. So he was <laughs> he was save hit lucky last year. Yeah. Save some of your vitriol. I mean, if he starts twenty games for the Cubs in twenty nineteen, oh, they're they're then they're very bad. It's really bad. That's then it's more like, do we start trading things? That's a that's a team that wins probably seventy games. <laughs> yeah. All right. Speaking of regression, let's go over under on uh, Jason Hayward's WAR from last year of two. <laughs> what would you uh, take? So Jason Hayward's actually moved in the right direction the last three years. Like improbably, he is OPS plus in 2016 was 68, 2017 it was 85, and in 2018 it was 92. So his WRC plus was 99 last year. Yeah. I his defense has weirdly fallen off though. You guys have sold me MVP. Yeah. Well, he even like he even looked not great last year in the field. Like yeah. to the point where I I'm worried about that. He used to be so great in right field and now he's like just a Well, he's playing more just, center field now, but I guess I mean my my brain still thinks of how these things worked 10 years ago where where like, you know, the Whatever defensive spectrum shifts means it shouldn't matter uh-huh. where he plays, but I, I guess that does matter now. In center field, yeah, well, in center field, he doesn't look that great. But yeah, even in right field, he's had some weird moments. Yeah, center field like it's an easy center field in Wrigley, so I he could probably hack it. But he was never like he was great at right field because he was fast. Yeah, it was just the arm. It was just yeah, he had a well, great posi- arm. positioning and stuff too. I mean, sure, sure. It wasn't just his arm. Yeah, fair. Um, I would go under on two or in twenty nineteen. Uh, yeah, always bet on Geo Hill under. I'll I'll take the over, but not by much. Yeah, that's that's the other thing that kind of sucks this year is that like I'm probably the world's low man on Albert Almora, and he's going to get a lot of playing time in twenty nineteen. To, sh- to show absolutely no ability to hit a baseball very hard. <laughs> and that, that he's, all, he's all right against lefties. I mean, it's just, sure, uh, it's just there it's are just, more righties than lefties. Yeah. Albert Amora suffers from the curse of Cubs players who I have an autographed baseball of. So uh, <laughs> he's, he's going to be terrible. Yeah. He's just like. He doesn't know how to take a walk, and he doesn't know how to hit a ball very hard. So he plays, you can only those, are, those are kind of the two important skills. I mean, he, he, yeah. his, his defense is good enough that it would be fine if the rest of the offense was hitting well. That, that's that's part of the thing too. I mean, if and like, it might, and it might. If like Brian and Baez and Rizzo are hitting up to their potential, it may not be as big of a deal. I guess the like the thing for me is that's kind of baffling is that like if you when you drafted Elmora and you looked at like the seven like the C plus percentile of what he was going to become like the most likely thing you were going to get it's exactly this player so like why did yeah. you draft him in the first round? I think some people magically just assume that when an uh, eighteen year old gets older they're just gonna get stronger. And I'm sure he's stronger than he was when he was drafted, but clearly he's not baseball stronger sure. because he's never. I don't know if he's ever slugged like above 130 at any level in the minors. 
I would be surprised if he had. Let's find out. Like, like had an you, mean, ISO. you mean ISO? Yeah, I'm about to say yeah. slugging one thirty. <laughs> slug over one thirty. Yeah, that's, that's a different I problem. I would slug around one. Well, I don't, maybe not that. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like it's it's just crazy to me that like like looking back on this, it, like I remember being in that moment watching those drafts unfold and like seeing certain just sort of bizarre decisions being made like that and uh and just be like what well okay they must know better than me and it turns out no <laughs> like i'm starting to wonder i guess is what i'm saying is uh if i would have been a pretty effective baseball scout in 2013 <laughs> well i feel like when I, when, I, when I checked in on um effectively wild for for a couple of the previews earlier earlier this spring apparently um one one of the guys got some big database of scouting reports for one of the teams going back. I think for the Mariners, maybe. Yeah, Ben Lindbergh. For yeah, the, yep, for the Mariners. Going back for a long time, and they were going to run some data on it, and it basically seemed like it was a crapshoot from that. Was the impression I got too? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, any anyone else scream out to you as a regression candidate? What do you think well, we should expect out of Schwarber this year? You're never going to get a good opinion out of me, because I think he's just going to be the MVP every year until, <laughs> until he doesn't play anymore. Oh, a, lot of, a lot of people seem weirdly down on him in, in the cubs sphere. I think those people are really stupid. Yeah. Um, he had, for some reason, I think there was an article on Fangraphs about this, he had the absolute worst season of all time when there were runners in scoring position. Oh, I forgot about that. Like, in high leverage situations last year, he was just, like, unbelievably, like, once in a hundred years bad. And I think that was probably just a fluke, you know, statistically. Like, I don't think he's magically the worst player in history when the stakes are high. But... You know, when you're watching games and seeing him fail in those situations time after time, that yeah. just kind of like wears on you emotionally. And so sure. I think that's where a lot of the negative, like, yeah, the negative just, attitude. It's just one of those things where you look at stats and you just don't get it. Like, but but some of it's just the weird expectations that people had of him after the World Series. I mean, he yeah, he I, posted a 3.2 WAR year last year, and everyone seems to think that he's he's cooked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I don't get. He was. One of the better players on the team last year. I don't think it's so much that he's cooked as much as, like, I think the knock on him is the same as it's always been. It's just, like, where the hell do you play him? Yeah, like, well, where, how do you, too, he, yeah. he had, like, three bad games defensively in high-profile games. And yeah. that's I think he's he, he was above average defensively by Fangraph's numbers, at least. Right. Overall. It's, I don't know. I, I think it's just it's it's much more that, like, he has like it, to justify his what I think is we can all agree is some certain clumsiness in the field. Like he has to really hit and he has to be really good. And I don't know that he has showcased the he's certainly showcased the potential to do that. And there's been flashes of it, but I don't think he's really yet shown yet at the major leagues. He's been yeah, to be able to like get a be consistent over, enough to yeah. If he get a slugging over five hundred, that would. Actually, wow, he slugged the same amount, 467 yeah. last year and yeah, this yeah. year. Well, and the problem is is that he definitely has, like, holes in his swing. And he's got great plate discipline, but when he swings the bat, he doesn't 
hit the ball. Yeah, that generates yeah, a lot of wind. Up, that's an important skill, being able yeah. to put the bat on the ball. <laughs> and so, so it makes me mad, because I'm a homer. I think he's going to be great, but eventually okay. he's not everybody do it. Not everybody can be Javi Baez. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> not everyone can be Javi Baez. Uh, Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> let me get, let me yeah. let, let, let me get my uh, top secret uh, cloning facility going. Oh wait, forget <laughs> I said that. I'm going to challenge Kyle Schwarber this year to be more like copy bias. See how that works. <laughs> yeah, just swing more. You know, just uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. He does not swing that often. He led the team in walks last year. 78 walks. I was trying to make a smart-ass comment where he had more walks last year than Javi Baez has in his career, but that's not true. Baez has 93 walks in his career. Yeah. That's it's just, I mean, like, what is his comp at this point? Like, J.D. Drew? Like, uh, I don't know. If he ends up being J.D. Drew, I won't be that disappointed. Maybe someone like, like Russell Brannion, maybe? Sure. That don't. I hope not. That's a. That's certainly a much meaner comp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking of lefties who hit home runs and strike out a ton. I mean, so did you guys follow Yoan Moncada last year at all for the White Sox? The that no. top prospect that they got in the Chris Sale trade. Uh, he, not closely. So he has the same problem that Schwarber does, where it's like he's got really good plate discipline. Where in when the balls are out of the strike zone. He doesn't swing at them that often. But then, well, first off, he was a rookie, and apparently he's an asshole because refs just did not give him, like, the close calls at all. Milton Bradley syndrome. Yes, absolutely. But then, like, he just could not make contact with the baseball, where it was almost like it was like there wasn't anyone there because he never ever like, he never swung he had the i think he had the lowest swing, swing rate in the league and Schwarber is in like the bottom 5% or something like that but then he doesn't make contact when he does swing so it's like why is there even a like a baseball player up there at all <laughs> just put just put a batting tee next to the plate yeah it's like you know it's like softball where they draw that that square and it's like if you can hit the square that's a strike and that's a, he was the human version of that <laughs> and I feel like that's, that's you. You play in a much more advanced softball league than I do. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like when when you uh, get into like, the A leagues. Oh, okay. Like, well, I used to play in a horrible, shitty softball league where it was like we had to find six girls, and there were only like three girls who even knew how to run the bases on the team. And we we got crushed every year, so we were not great. Yeah, all all the teams in our league are bad. We, including our including our umpires too, who are usually pretty drunk. So, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, it's always great when you when you when, 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 like when you bring a, bring a beer out to the umpire as you come up to the plate. <laughs> <laughs> that usually that usually helps your uh, your ball strike calls. <laughs> yeah, I think our refs were, were were pretty much like just don't be an asshole. Just just throw in the zip code. Don't don't be an asshole and. Let's get this game going. Yeah, which is the way it should be. Yeah, like you, you, you're almost, doing a pretty bad pitch for it to be called a ball in our league. Yeah, well, there's almost nothing shittier than the softball player that's trying to draw a walk. Like, what are you even doing there? 
Yeah. Hey, that is my entire softball strategy. So um, y'all can shove it. <laughs> so, yeah, you're not you're not going to play on our team. That's well. I also like tend to play in leagues where if you uh, take a walk, it's worth a double. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just good strategy. Um, All right, we should probably we should, anyway, we should yeah, probably wrap this up, up with uh, with yeah. win predictions. Let, let's just let's just go with uh, the Cubs and who we think is going to win the NL Central. Yeah, for sure. Sure. So Miles, why don't you go first? I'm going to go with 91 wins, which is more than they actually are going to win. But I'm going to predict it anyway. And then <laughs> I think I think it's probably going to be a very very close division because I think the Brewers are. You know, they're not great, but they're good. Cardinals are kind of the same. So I think we will win the division, but it will only be by a game or two, and it, we could easily be third place in the division and miss the playoffs. But I'll go Cubs 91, and then I'll go Cardinals, Brewers, Reds, Pirates. And I think the Pirates are going to crash and burn and be horrible. Yeah, we thought we had an awful offseason where nothing happened. The Pirates were even worse. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, they traded, like... A few of their only good prospects for uh, Chris Archer, and Chris Archer hasn't actually been good at baseball in like a couple of years. But they don't get news like that in Pittsburgh. I guess. <laughs> it's true. I've been there. They, it's very backwards. So they they, they, they traded they, for him, and they realized what they park cars on the sidewalks. They're not a bright town. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always Pittsburgh. forget I'm about sorry, the whole I'm just uh, kidding. the whole Pittsburgh left thing when I visit there. Yeah, yeah. Um. The uh, I will as uh, getting back to predictions. Uh, like I said, I always bet on Hell World. Uh, I'm gonna say 83 wins, and uh, the Cardinals win the division. Uh, You're still more confident than Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> Though apparently that project- projection has improved to 80 now. I heard. Yeah, we're now in a three-team tie for last place in the NL Central, according to Dakota. The Pirates, the Reds, and the Cubs are all at 80 wins. Is Harry still in charge of Pakoda? He, he, I he never was, know. I don't think. No, he definitely was for a while. I mean, he was involved, he'd but still, I think, I think he's always been... I think he's always been involved with the the pitch framing stuff, or pitch oh, catcher stuff. He's, he's done, like, and he does Brooks baseball, and he's, you know... No, right. I swear, Man, I thought town. for a while he was like the head Pakota guy, but after uh, Colin oh. Wires left, but okay. I think it's Dan Brooks, but I'm not sure. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, my baseball prospectus consumption has gone down considerably in the past few years. You're not going to believe this, but same. Yeah. Well, when they hire all the good writers, I mean. Yeah. At least <laughs> good writers that I know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Sure. All right, so for mine, I'm going to be super optimistic and go 95 wins again and win the division. Aye, aye, aye. Seems like a... Well, I mean, we won 95 last year, and we had the same exact team, so... Yeah, I mean, this is my... I'm going to die on the Randy Wells is a good pitcher version of of (laughs) arguments. Is that for exactly those reasons, I'm like... Positive regression's a thing, I guess. <laughs> yep. I expect a lot of positive regression from a team that won ninety five wins. So that that that's my argument. Sure. Um I will I will also go on a limb. Javi Baez wins the MVP this year. <laughs> I would be excited would be... to see that. On a yeah. on a on an eighty two win cups team. 
Absolutely. Yep. He's hey, doing hey, the, hey. the Andre Dawson. <laughs> hey, they'd be a winning team at least in that case. Yeah, exactly. Hey, if they squeak into a wild card and it's on Javi's back, that's an MVP. Yeah. Well, certainly we... Well, actually, no. The Brewers won the, won the division on Yelich's back, so... Yeah. I mean, it took, it took 163 games, but... Yeah, I still can't believe that, man. What a fucking year last year. Yeah. Just a kick, <laughs> kick, like a month-long kick in the nuts. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that note... <laughs> <laughs> can't think of a better way to end it yeah let, let, let's yeah. Uh, end the podcast on this so thanks guys yeah, yeah that's thank you so much let's do it again soon yeah let's do yep. it uh, in l- less than two years between podcasts <laughs> next time for sure yeah right. absolutely yeah, bye guys take care All right, bye thank you. You listen to every word.